We bring you The Witch's Tale, written and produced by Alonzo Dean Cole. about that famous sailor man we begun the last time you was here. That's right, Satan. We told how that fellow Vanderdecken, for his blasphemy against his lord, was condemned to sail the seas until his selfish soul is cleansed by love, which he's allowed to come ashore and look for once each seven years. Well, sir, to help him in his search, a good old priest volunteered to share his curse. But his help didn't do much good. For when we left them, uh, but, but draw up to the fire and gaze into them, hear for yourselves just how we left this Vanderdecken. <laughs> now have I come ashore. For one brief fleeting moon in each long seven years. Thirty times and nine I sought for love and found but hate. And now I shall employ my moon ashore to bring dishonor, death, destruction in my path. Dost hear me, God of vengeance? I go ashore to pay thee for my curse. I go ashore. <laughs> now gaze into them deep and hear the finish of our yarn about the flying Dutchman. <laughs> the flying Dutchman. <laughs> Henry, a lesson like here of 1810. Even such an old sea dog as you can't believe the forecastle yarn of the flying Dutchman. And out there in Portsmouth Harbor lies my proof. That ship's the Dutchman's right on the side. No, Uncle Henry. You merely say that because it's a dingy-looking old hulk you didn't see come in last night. I you, no one saw that ship come in. And I tell you, I recognize it. For nine, three hundred years, every sailor man upon the seven seas has seen that black two-decker fly by him at least once. In a dead calm, I've seen it cross our bows like lightning. Backwards, with ever stay and sail, straining again a gale. While we on a human ship couldn't even smell a breeze. Are you sure you hadn't been sampling the ship's rum barrel when you saw all that? <laughs> yes, I am. <laughs> if, 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 if that out there's an actual ship, 
Why don't we see Hyder here, Benny Living Creature, on his rails around the yard? Oh, oh, look, Uncle Henry. There's a small boat coming from our port side now. Well, I'll be. Now, when did they launch that? Why, you were so busy talking. And there's two men in it. Two living men is all the ghost ship carries. But neither of those men are their clothing look three centuries old. And you say that's the flying Dutchman, Jay. The Dutchman don't go any older. That's part of his curse. And neither does the priest who travels with him. He gets new clothes when they come to shore every seven years. That means a land about here, I think. Well, I'm leaving before they do. You and Judy better come, too. Nonsense. All right. But I'm warning you to have nothing to do with a big fella coming in that small boat. Henry's such superstition is unchristian-like. Show you what I think of your ridiculous fears. I'm going to invite those men to be my guests. What? Peter Cooper, you're going to take them into your house? If they care to come. You don't know what you're saying. <laughs> the Dutchman's a holy devil. You make me hope that big man in the boat is your flying Dutchman, Uncle Henry. He sounds interesting. Indeed, he does. <laughs> they're, they're landing, Papa. And, and I'm a going before the Dutchman's eyes light on me. Good morning, gentlemen. Greetings to the friends. Hi, greetings. Why didn't thou not run at my approach? Run? Why should we run? Uh, that companion did. Oh, he, he, he had an appointment elsewhere. Uh, gentlemen, as your strangers and our part within are not of the best, I wish to invite you to be my guest. I guess. We thank thee truly, but... Oh, do not hesitate. I'm only a humble minister. But my daughter and I will strive to make you comfortable. Now, what a minister? A man of God? Yes. And thou art his daughter? Yes. <laughs> a minister and his child. You thank thee, sir, but my comrade and I cannot be like it. Hey, we can. We shall. I thank thee, worthy servant of the Lord. I accept thy invitation gladly. <laughs> Thou must not abuse the hospitality of this good man's house. Thou must not harm his child. I have merely suggested that she take a walk with me this afternoon. I know thou meanest wrong to her, because she is the daughter of a man who serves the God you hate. I shall warn her and her father. Tell them who and what thou really art. Listen, fool. The tale of the flying Dutchman they call but idle superstition. Thou wilt tell these people nothing. They will not believe thee till I prove the words which thou wouldst say, and then it will be too late. Hey, I come to thee, my child. Farewell, priest. Dare I embark again for seven years of living death to the god of hate who hath condemned me. I have a sacrifice to make. It might be many months ere their body was found. What made you think of such an awful thing as that? The thought of wow one who was left alive. A father, for instance, might suffer long and keenly ere his, uh, child's, for instance, fate was known. If I were lost, it would kill my father. <laughs> but of course, nothing will happen to me with you here to protect me. Hey. 
Thou dost trust me. Of course I trust you. Thou art a child. Thy purity enables thee to read men's hearts. That's what my father said. And I know your heart is good. Because in one whose eyes show such unhappiness, any evil that was there before must have been completely burned away. What would thee think if I taught thee different? Stop acting as though you meant to fight me, Captain. And sit down on this log. I... Come. I'm tired. I sit close beside thee. Thou hast never shown fear of me as others. Why should I show fear of you? Uh, no reason. Except that people always do. Captain, I think someone ought to talk to you. Of what? Yourself. I don't think you know yourself at all. No, that think it's not. I think you're the sort of man who thinks he's awfully bad and who tries to be bad, all because he's afraid to let folks see what's really underneath. So? Yes. You're exactly like a little boy who lives next door to us. When he's outside in the garden, he's always playing at being Indian and scalping people. And I've seen him through the window of his room at night when he thinks he's all alone. Don't say it. I resemble him. Exactly. I've seen him stand out in the rain when the lightning flashed and thunder roared just to prove how brave he is. And all the time I knew he wanted to hide his head in his mother's lap and cry with fear. You're exactly like him, Anthony. Well, I... But that's I, just the way he glares at you. Don't, little fool, I... And he's rude and ill-mannerly, just as you are. I... How long since you've seen your mother, Captain? I... I'm... Never saw her. Have any sisters? Nay. Ever married? Nay. In law? Nay. Well, that explains everything. You've never been brought up? What? You've had no one but God to go to with your troubles. No wonder your eyes show such unhappiness. For God must seem awfully far away sometimes to one who has no other friend. How secluded this place is. One were lost here, they never would be found. Well, Captain, why don't you kill me as you planned? You knew? Yes. That wasn't very. You see? I know the boy next door. Why in here? Scalping people. Who is <laughs> Suppose you put your head in my lap and have a cry. What? He does sometimes when no one else is near. Cry. Seems to help. I don't think cried in a long, long time. Why? Why? My ship awaits, Mr. Cooper. I cannot tarry longer. But my old friend here will stay ashore with thee. Jan, my son! This voyage I take alone, but I will share my punishment no longer. Thou hast found at last! I have found myself. I don't understand you, gentlemen. My comrade may explain when I am gone. And now, 
Ere I bid a last farewell, Mr. Cooper, may, may I kiss thy daughter once as a father on the ground. I'll answer that, John. She is a lover on the list. I, oh, I did not mean to speak. I do love thee, Judith, love thee. And I love thee. Oh, nay, child, love me not. Another will come to thee. One of thy age in goodness. One worthy of thy love. I want no one but you. But, John, take me with you on your voice. Nay, I cannot. Take thy arms from about me. I must go. Oh, no, John, come back. Farewell. Oh, John, wait. Your black ship is not ready. I see no sign of crew. They are waiting. Waiting for my coming. Oh, he's in the small boat. Leaving me. His gift flies through the waters by magic. Look, already he's reached the black ship's side. He's climbing up the ladder. He's aboard. Look, the sails of these black ship sails. Yet there's no wind. It's putting off the sea. Farewell, my son, my comrade. Come back to me, John. I love you. And I love thee. Farewell forever. No. Not forever. Ah! His ship is... They're sinking beneath the waters. Listen. Oh, gracious father, my prayers are answered. His long voyage is at an end. Thou hast taken back his soul. <laughs> and now you see why the flying Dutchman is seed upon the seas no more. Well, that's the end of that dumb Satan. <laughs>